0: Hi, this is Kylie Gable. Welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. This week we have a story called Yes, Lily, which is way harder to say than it sounds. And Yes, Lily is recorded by a brand new narrator, Miss Sheila Aspasia, who is amazing And I think will be a frequent contributor to shows now from now on. She has a great voice. She is an amazingly good reader. And uh, I think as she gets more and more comfortable, the quality of her audios is only going to improve. And they're already pretty darn good. So uh, I sent her after the ordeal, and I can't remember what other story of mine I sent her... ...to see what she was interested in recording... ...and hopefully we'll have another one from her very soon. Um, I just want to remind you too... ...that if you enjoy the audios on this podcast... ...you're only getting about half of them. Um, And honestly, I don't generally... ...share the best parts on this podcast. And that's because, like a lot of businesses... I, ...I need to make money... And so the podcast um, is a clip, but I try to make sure that there's at least something sexy in there, that it's fun, that it's more than five minutes. Um, But if you really want to enjoy the full audio, then Clips for Sale is the place. I have um, a link in the description where you can buy the full audio. Usually they're under $15 and you you can play them over and over and over. And um, usually there there's more than one good scene that you are missing. Okay. Also, just as a note, I am really getting tired of that introductory sponsor that I do for Anchor. I think Anchor is a wonderful product, but I am ready to record another one just so you don't have to listen to me saying the same thing every single week. So, without further ado, here is a story called Yes, Lily. It's about a guy who is just a total freeloader. He takes advantage of his roommates, and his roommate's girlfriends are really kind of pissed. And so they put the his his roommates in touch with a woman named Lily, and Lily has a way of breaking guys, shall we say. And this is a story of how she breaks this particular guy and turns him into the maid that um his roommates have always wanted even though they never knew it so here we go here's yes lily written by me and claudia acosta with audio by the great shayla aspasia
1: what are you doing here didn't the others leave already asked brett Think of me as a gift, said Lily. Wow, I think I like this gift, said Brett, checking out the attractive brunette wearing a tight t-shirt and short shorts. I hope so, she said, digging into her travel bag for some rope. Wow, you are so kinky, gasped Brett, seeing the bondage gear inside the travel bag. Do you want me to tie you up? Something like that, said Lily. There's a special art to beating a man. Lily didn't need to lay a finger on him. He wouldn't have done anything in the name of kink, but Lily wanted to instill fear De Brett. The quicker she broke him, the easier it would be to completely dominate him. The first blow was a kick right to the side of his knee. The blow took him by surprise and dropped him to the floor. Now she was up out of the couch and on him. She wasn't looking to hurt him, not really. This opening gambit was all about shock and awe. Brett hadn't even screamed yet and had not yet reacted to being knocked to the ground. Lily climbed on his back and slapped a rear naked chokehold on him. By the time he was fighting back, it was too late. The leverage she had on top of him had enabled her to apply tremendous amount of pressure to his carotid artery. Brett knew he was in danger of passing out in mere seconds but he managed to yell loud enough that Lily was concerned they'd soon be disturbed. She switched her hold to cover up Brett's mouth with her palm and muffle his screams as she reached for her bag and pulled out a large rubber gag. It was shaped like a penis and had the added bonus of not only keeping him quiet, but humiliating him as well. She had used this gag many times, and the one thing she knew, it was the thing to humble an arrogant guy strapping it in place there was no way for him to make a noise that could be heard as far as outside the hallway. He'd be able to undo the strap with some work but Lily was determined not to give him use of his hands. As he reached back for the gag she punched him in his rather flat stomach completely knocking the wind out of him. With a gag in his mouth catching his breath was a challenge and far too difficult to give him the luxury of fighting his attacker off. Lily maneuvered behind Brett's back and pulled him upright, locking him into a humiliating lotus lock. His arms were behind him, wrapped and squeezed by Lily's powerful legs. You don't know me, Brett, said Lily, but you and I are going to have so much fun together. Grabbing a long pink rope from her bag, Lily began to ensnare Brett's wrist with it. She clearly knew how to tie somebody up in her powerful hold. He could offer no resistance as she finished her handiwork and made him completely helpless in a hog die. She then scooted away from her prisoner and got to her feet. There are going to be some changes made, Brett. Fortunately for you, changes are my specialty. I think the first thing we're going to do is change your name. "'Brett is too manly for what I have in mind for you.' "'I think you're going to make a much better Brittany,' said Lily. "'She had straightened herself up and was almost pleasant. "'Meanwhile, Brett was securely restrained "'and sweating from the exertion of the fight. "'Lily went into Brett's bedroom and began to do an inventory. "'The room was actually fairly tastefully decorated, "'but neutral walls would never do for her purposes.' She checked up on him every hour, taking his gag out and asking him what his name was. She'd played this game before and knew that Brett would fight her at first. He didn't disappoint her. He was stubborn at first, replying only Brett. She had plenty of things to do without Brett's help, so she went back to the bedroom and went to work. She did have to take a short break. Doing this to guys, even after all these times, inevitably made her so wet thinking of him unable to move, stuck in that position, wondering what she was doing in his room. She came twice that night using her trusty big black vibrator, a vibrator that Brett would also get to know very well. Around 1130, Brett had changed his tune. What's your name? She asked with a little sympathy for the tears in his eyes. Brittany, he mumbled back at her. What? Brittany, he said louder. Lily only chose the name Brittany because it sounded a little like Pratt, but Brittany was good. Sissy Brittany, the cock slut. It had a certain ring to it. Yes, Lily liked it, so Brittany was born. I bet that you would like to get untied now, she said. Yes, please, he pleaded just before she shoved the gag back in. She still had 20 minutes left of work to do in his bedroom, and she wanted to finish up before she brought him in there. "'No, I don't think so,' she said lazily. "'Maybe in another 20 minutes.'" Before Brittany could scream out her objection, the gag was shoved back in his mouth and buckled behind his head. He was silenced. One nice thing about setting things up in advance with Brett's roommates— was that she was able to lay in all the supplies that she needed ahead of time. Lily admired her own handiwork as she placed the lace pillowcases on top of the bed with a wide and varied assortment of stuffed animals. She smiled to herself thinking of the confrontation soon to come. Returning to the living room, Lily untied Brett's ankles and dragged him up to his feet. Brett turned his back to her so she could undo his wrist, but instead of releasing him, she just pushed him ahead. He wanted to cry out in betrayal and frustration, but the gag was still buckled onto his mouth, effectively silencing him. Not just yet, said Lily. Trust is earned. She pushed him all the way to his bedroom, where Brett's knees buckled, trapped in horror and fascination. His bedroom was everything a twin girl could hope for, from the Disney princess throw rug to the word princess stenciled into the headboard of his bed. I know what you're thinking, said Lily. I didn't have time to paint it, but that's probably a better job for you anyway. Hm, <laughs> he grunted into his gag. Lily couldn't understand a word he said, but she thought she was pretty clear about the meaning. Do you know what would be really fun? Let's play dress up, said Lily excitedly. Brittany was having none of it. She stumbled away from Lily, screaming her head off into her gag. Fine. We can play another game, but I don't think you're going to like it, said Lily, grabbing a riding crop from the top of Brittany's dresser. You don't have to like what I tell you to do. In fact, I'm sure you won't, but you will do it. Brittany continued to back away, but didn't get far. Lily pounced on him and dragged him over to the bed where she threw him over her knee. Lily was very skilled with the riding crop and used it to inflict serious pain on Brett's soft, fleshy butt cheeks. She could tell by the way that he writhed in agony with each blow. Lily unleashed a furious barrage on Brett's soft behind, turning his ass from a pasty white to a dusty rose. You know, said Lily, I could stop any time I want, but first I need to know you're going to be a good girl. Can you be my good girl, Brittany? Lily couldn't hear what he said, but she could be sure the soft pleading was not defiance. She removed the gag and was rewarded with a litany of begging, pleading, and promising to be the best sissy he could be. So playing dress-up sounds fun to you? Asked Lily mockingly. Yes, please, begged Brittany. You want to wear makeup and pretty clothes? asked Lily. Yes, pleaded Brittany. Then tell me about it, ordered Lily. I want to wear dresses. I want to wear heels, too. Please give me some panties and all sorts of makeup, echoed Brittany. Not bad, Brittany, said Lily. You almost convinced me. Now let's get to work. Brittany was not happy to see the clothes that Lily was retrieving from his dresser and tossing on the bed. It wasn't just the sexy, girly underwear dripping with lace. But because these flimsy things were in his drawers where his underwear belonged, Lily reached over and removed the gag from Brittany's mouth. But rather than voice an objection, he patiently waited for his arms to be released, and then he rubbed some circulation back into his wrist. When the gag was finally released, Brittany immediately began pleading, I will pay you. Is that what you want? Just go. I'll give you a check for however much you want. First, if I went back on my word like that and it got around, I'd never get hired by anyone ever again, said Lily. Secondly, who in their right mind would ever take a check from you? Might dad began Brittany. Cut you off, said Lily. Now, I'm starting to lose patience. You're not going to bargain with me. Stalling isn't going to work. And do you really want to get physical again? No, it's just, I know, it's tough to give up your manhood. But it's not like you've been doing anything with it. In fact, let's start this off right, said Lily. She walked over to his nightstand and pulled something out. Brittany couldn't see what it was, but knew it couldn't be good. Lily pulled down Brittany's pants and reached into his underwear. With practiced ease, she had placed a pink cock cage on him and locked it in place. What is that? asked a panicked Brittany. I think you know what it is, said Lily. I think you know very well what it is. "You, You can't do this, protested Brittany. Take it off. No can do, said Lily. Maybe after we get you dressed, we can talk about it. Now strip. I won't do it. You want to hit me, then hit me. I'm not going to make myself into a bitch for you, said Brittany. You were a bitch long before you met me, snarled Lily, and shoved a pink razor and shaving gel into his hands. You don't want me to gag you again, and you certainly don't want to get me angry, so don't make a sound and do as I say. If you don't cooperate and do exactly what I say, I will get angry. Do you understand? Brittany didn't know if Lily was bluffing or not, but he knew that she was probably powerful and sadistic enough to hurt him badly without a second thought. She might not have been going out of her way to hurt him, but she didn't seem to be avoiding it either. Brittany decided that keeping his mouth shut was the best option and followed as she led him inside the bathroom and pushed him into the shower. Lily immediately commanded Brittany, Clean up and take the razor and shaving cream and remove all your hair from the neck down. If you miss anything, I'll get it, but I can't promise that I'll be gentle. Brittany was less than responsible and could rarely hold a job very long before he'd get angry at his boss and leave. But Lily kept a close eye on him and he cleaned himself and shaved off his body hair. Lily made sure he wouldn't feel comfortable enough to try anything. Actually, Brittany didn't really complain. But when it came to your balls, he did not want to touch them with a cold steel razor. Lily looked wordlessly at him and demanded, yes, that too. When he was finished, Lily did go over the missed spots. But most of them were in obvious places where guys always missed. She had seen it before. She decided Brittany had done his best to comply and didn't make things too bad as she fixed his mistakes. After leading him back to the bedroom, Lily sat him down at his vanity still naked. It was weird for Brittany to think that he had a vanity now. Where had it been hidden? This room was his, but it didn't look anything like it should have. It was all girl and all wrong. Lily was originally no makeup artist. She'd put on some foundation, lip color, and mascara and be out the door. But since she had found work as a feminizing dominatrix for hire, she had learned enough about doing a man's makeup that she was very good at it. Guy's faces tended to have different angles and different obstacles, preventing them from achieving a great look. Lily knew how to deal with those things as easily as she dealt with men themselves. From Brittany's vanity, she removed a bottle of foundation, which after warning him to not speak, she proceeded to spread over his entire face. Wow, I guess perfectly on the foundation. You have great coloring for this, she said. Now you just have to stay perfectly still, princess, and don't move unless I tell you. Brittany sat there too frightened to resist as Lily applied blush, eyeshadow, and eyeliner. She was quite happy with the smoky effect that she achieved on Brittany's eyes. He obeyed the instructions to blink his lashes while she caked them with a deep, dark, waterproof mascara. Brittany's lashes were fully coated when she finished with them. Almost done, she said, screwing on the cap to the mascara and grabbing a lipstick. Now pucker your lips, my little doll. Brittany did as she said, and soon his lips were a bright crimson. Lily gave his makeup a once-over and declared it satisfactory. Brittany actually prettied up nicely once she shaved and made up. Hair would be the question and the curly tangle on top of his head had a lot of potential. The hair or wig always made such a difference. It's time to get you dressed, declared Lily, pulling a white lace bra and corset from the bed. Brittany was happy to have some clothes put on, but this was not what he wanted, especially when she put her knee on his back and tightened the corset as much as she could. I can't breathe, he complained. Take shallow breaths, advised Lily. You're going to get used to it. It's too tight, he protested. Nonsense, she replied as she attached a pair of black fishnet stockings to the corset garters. Besides, it gives you a very nice B-cup. Why are you dressing me like this, he asked, gasping for air. Well, we already went over why I'm dressing you like a woman. So I can only guess you're referring to the French maid outfit, said Lily. I know it's a cliché, but it's also a classic. Besides, that's going to be your new job around here for the foreseeable future. Randy and Doug aren't cruel like you, said Brittany, still showing some fight. I think you might want to worry about Jessica and Emily. They're meaner than I am, said Lily. Besides, your roommates are really pissed right now. Brittany could hardly believe it, but he knew she was right. His roommate's girlfriends were pretty vindictive, and he had managed to get on both their bad sides even before the whole issue with borrowing the rent money. The black and white French maid's outfits were classic. It wasn't especially original, and Lily had other outfits in mind, or further outfits. But for now, there was no substitute for the classic sissy maid look. She had Brittany step into the dress and zipped it up his back. Even with the cock cage, Brittany was having trouble controlling his reaction to the sexy underwear which he was being forced to wear. The dress had a petticoat, and all the lace felt so sexy and wonderful against his skin. He felt his cock struggle against the cage. Lily rolled black silky stockings up his smooth legs and attached them to a garter belt. He could feel his cock throbbing. What had gotten into him? You know, with the corset, we don't really need breast forms for you. The padding in your bra and the flesh you already have on top are making you a B-cup. I think in some other outfits we're going to make you a C. But I like how realistic you fill those cups out, said Lily admiringly. Gee, thanks, replied Brittany sarcastically. These are some awesome fuck-me-pumps, teased Lily, as she placed a pair of four-inch heels on Brittany's feet you're going to love what they do to your calves. Brittany barely heard this. He was so mesmerized by his ever-changing appearance. He couldn't care less what they did to his calves, could he? Brittany was told to practice walking in the new shoes. Lily told him to make sure he wiggled his ass as he walked, tottering awkwardly like a newborn deer, wiggling and wobbling. She found it quite amusing to watch and coach Brittany as he tried to approximate a sexy female walk. Come here, Lily demanded of Brittany. He stumbled in her direction. We have to let everybody know how you're progressing, so I thought we'd send a few pictures to them. To Brittany's shame, Lily made him pose for a photo in his new made outfit. She got him to stand against the wall with his high heels foot up behind him in a teasing, feminine pose. Lily was starting to feel a tingling in her knickers. Having such control over him was turning her on. She was starting to love the power she had over him.
0: I hope you enjoyed that audio. That was Yes Lily. It is definitely available already on Clips for Sale. And I am sure I will get around to adding it to I Want Clips soon as well. Um, Shaila Spasia... Uh, I have a link to her website. She'll have other audios that you might want to check out as well. Uh, We're off next week. uh, Six weeks in a row and I just kind of need to take a week off to recharge. But uh, we will be back the week after that which will be what? The 27th. January 27th with another great audio. And uh, in the meantime have a great couple of weeks. And be back on the 27th for more great audio from Candy Apple Press, myself, and whatever amazing and excellent narrator I have to record.